0: Alright. Are you ready? Ready as uh, I'll ever be. It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the most wonderful time time of the year so you got to do it perfect to end it, uh-huh. as you just saw. That was... I did it perfect. Was
1: Tony... I was said Tony Braxton. Tony Bennett in the room? Yes. I think he was. Harry Connick Jr.? Mm-hmm. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. But, like, Bubbles. nice. Yeah. But, but Like, not a jerk version. Apparently he's not a nice person. Yeah, um, I've never I was, thinking, I was trying to think of some Time Loop Day songs. The one I kept coming to was, Happy Time Loop Day! Ooh. Happy Time Loop Day! All the time loops are a-looping, happy time loop day to
0: you. Oh, I, I, liked, I liked mine. Mine, like <laughs> yours was on theme, but <laughs> I just like that song. It is uh, the most wonderful time of the year, the high holiday of my people, uh, the greatest holiday maybe ever invented? I don't know. I'm not one to judge. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know all the holidays. <laughs> There's a lot. And throughout the history, there have been a lot. Yeah, but whoever came up with this one really just spoke to me yeah. as a person. Probably very, like, handsome and smart. Rugged, you could Rugged.
1: say. Rugged. Rich? No.
0: No. Very poor. <laughs> been very poor his entire life. Um, which is why he has such a full heart. Uh-huh. Such a giver, <laughs> this one. I was recounting the other day um, to uh, my girlfriend about how when I was in college, there were times when I was exceedingly poor. Like, mm-hmm. poorer than you would think a poor boy would be. Uh-huh. Very poor. And I, uh, on Sunday morning, would leave my backpack in the gym of the church that we were at, Uh-huh. so that on Monday morning... I could go and be like, "Hey, can I get the key to the gym? I left my backpack down there." And I would go down and I would literally steal bagels.
1: <laughs> I never
0: knew this about you. Yeah, I, I
1: could have just asked for some bagels. Well,
0: I could have. I would go on to work at that church and talked to my pastor about it at one point. Like, I need like, to confess to you. <laughs> and he would go, "I would have just given you the bagels, dude." It was like, "Yeah, but no one likes to admit they're the poor boy." Yeah. And Aladdin's cool, <laughs> so I I, I kind of justified it to myself by thinking by also thinking like, well, they would just give me the bagels if I asked. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> cutting out the middle man. I'm not inconveniencing anyone. <laughs> We're just too proud to ask. So anyway, that's a story about my life and how I've really been poor all of it.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: i never heard that story. Yeah, Pastor John was like. I just were giving you the bagels. It's like, I, I figured that,
2: but why is it so funny to me? <laughs> my
1: my good friend was having a really hard time, and I was completely unaware. And it's hilarious to me.
0: Ah, uh, I was always poor. I was also, I was mostly bad with my money. I mean, I didn't have much of it. Mm-hmm. I had like five ish hundred dollars a month to get me through like an entire month of life of life. Uh-huh. So it was always like towards the end of months that's wh- the, when the bagel stealing would happen. That's when the bagel stealing would happen. So before that it was bagel buying. Mm-hmm. So um, and it mostly happened after our second year when I got an apartment and it was normally rent that just wiped that out. Mm-hmm. So it was uh it was later on kind of stuff. But then I would start like working more regularly and being promoted and
2: and, and I didn't have to steal yeah. bagels as yeah. much yeah
0: i mean
1: just for the thrill of it at that point <laughs> yeah you know, just to feel something
0: yeah <laughs> sometimes you just gotta steal bagels after that i don't know <laughs> for old
1: times sake by Guan Yin. <laughs> Guan Yin has brought you this. <laughs> Unless someone real decides to sponsor us. This is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm your, one of your hosts, Cameron.
0: And I'm your other host, Chance. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know. It's great energy. I say we keep it going. Oh, we have to. You know, I have a sneaking suspicion that very few of our listeners will listen to this episode because it is not related to our core topic. Absolutely not. And those people, I can already tell, I'm just gonna miss out. are missing out and wrong because I'm already having a delightful time. We've got Guan Yin, got Win, Guan Win. Guan Yin. Yeah, Guan Yin, right? Uh-huh. It's written right there. Oh, okay. I still it's said fine. it wrong, I think. We've got Guan Yin. We've got Sweet Tea. We could join our hearts, cause it's the high holiday of my people. Mm-hmm. His people, his people being him. You don't, you don't know that. There could be other people that are my people. Maybe they really
1: resonated last year
0: with what we'd, what we'd said and talked about. <laughs> and they're like, yes,
1: this is what I must
0: do. It's true. We uh we Chase worship has done we we worship chrono anomalies. <laughs> um, haven't found anything anything real yet, but we're we're, we're, we're on
1: the, it. the truth is out there.
0: The truth is out there. The Osiris Spindle the Osiris exists. Spindle. No one on our entire feed knows what we're talking about because no one has seen this movie.
1: No one has seen this movie and I can't
0: decide if you're really missing out. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to, we're talk gonna about to it. unpack it. This is a regular episode of Boy Meets World Fever. However, the topic is not Boy Meets World. The to- topic is Time Loop Day. Mm-hmm. And in celebration of the Time Loop Day, we have pre-gamed, one could say. One could say. We have pre-gamed Time Loop Day. You were listening to this on Time Loop Day, so mm-hmm. it worked. Certainly not afterwards. Yeah, Yeah. you would never listen to an episode yes. we, after
2: the day
1: we, came out. We dipped our toe in the water at uh-huh. the Time Loop waters just a little early,
0: so we could bring you this treat. It's true. Um... A few weeks ago, I was looking for what the because I always add a time loop movie to the traditional viewing order mm-hmm. at the very end. Um, last year was Palm Springs, wasn't that great? The year before that was Happy Death Day to you, um, which was fantastic. Um, so I watched it. Oh, both Happy Death Day movies are fantastic. Um, goodness, and before that. I may have been the Happy Death Day year. No, because I did Happy Death Day two years in a row. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Happy Death Day is a great movie. You should all go watch it. Anyway, um, but I add a movie to the traditional viewing order. Um, It started when I took out Edge of Tomorrow because it's actually not a very good time loop movie.
1: You mean live, die, repeat? Yeah, whatever they want to call it. It's, (laughs) It's different in different loops. You mean Tom Cruise time loop movie. Yes, Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise time loop. Movie. So here's what I'm saying, though. The listeners at home, for all they know, this was a normal episode of Boy Meets World. And we've been stuck in a time loop so long that we finally had to make this episode to release ourselves from the
0: time loop. Ooh, They don't know. They don't know. They could have listened to this episode a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Maybe Probably. it was every time, normal episode until today. Until today. Maybe you're in a time loop.
1: This is your clue. This is your move. This is your loop. Go yeah. for it. I don't know. Time to break free.
0: You could be one of the people who's unaware of the time loop, in which case you should go to all your friends and ask them if they're stuck in a time loop. Because
1: you don't know. How would you yeah, know? I mean, it's it's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah. We need to spread time loop awareness. <laughs> it's a new greeting
1: here. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Are you
0: stuck in a time loop today? <laughs> and then when they say yes, you're like, okay, how do I help you have the perfect day so you can get out of it? Mm-hmm. Or kill a bunch of people in the case I, of today we're, we're gonna talk about it because while i was watching i was like hmm interesting this is a weird this is a weird um take on it take on the time loop genre but still firmly in the time loop drama or genre. genre genre we'll see um but yes we are covering the hulu original um the second hulu original time loop movie that I've seen boss level. Um, it was in contention with a movie from 2017 that I'm totally blanking on the name of. Um, and another movie that was the winner and will be added to my traditional viewing order of time loop day. Uh, called A Map of Tiny Perfect Things. I haven't seen it, but I will report back after I celebrate the high holiday. And tell you how it was. Okay, what is that? I'm mean, guessing I it's about a time loop. Yes. It is a, uh, I think it is an Amazon original movie. Um, came out in 2021, just like this movie did, mm-hmm. and it is about a boy and a girl who, in real rom-com style fashion, fall in love inside of a time loop. Okay, They're, it's a teenage rom-com. Nice of, dramedy.
1: I feel like this vein time looping has even just in this last year.
0: I, yeah, I feel I, like it's less. I'm two, not three saying years. it's because of us, <laughs> but I'm not saying it's not because of us. All I'm saying is, this is going to be, I believe, I'd have to do the math, but I believe the ninth annual Time Loop Day. I'm saying. Um, I'd have to do some math to make sure about that, but I believe this will be the ninth annual Time Loop Day. I'm just saying, Time Loop content was a little sparse when I started, Mm -hmm. but ever since Time Loop Day began, we have been seeing an exponential rise. I mean,
1: were there any Christmas movies before people started celebrating Christmas? No.
0: Not for a long time after either, (laughs) but that's not the point. Yeah. You cannot have a Valentine's Day movie without Valentine's Day. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I'm just saying, Time Loop Day is being celebrated whether people like it or not. It's in the public consciousness. The name Groundhog Day for a movie would just make no sense
1: to anybody if that wasn't already a holiday. Yeah, Time Loop Day. They'd be like, what are you doing with this groundhog? (laughs) What is this about? Who is Punskatani Phil? Because it it totally it it makes total sense in Uh context. It's true. So, yeah. I mean, you've set the groundwork, and now we're really reaping the benefits. Not that either of us have really played any of... I feel like video games right now, time loops are hot.
0: They are. They are. But
1: we haven't played any of them. Probably when the Outer Wilds comes on Switch, we'll both... Oh, I am. ...dabble with that one.
0: Isn't it already on Switch? No. Cameron, Google something. I need to know when. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) This is my holiday. Dang it. Outer Wilds. Switch. Release. It um, probably doesn't have a release date. Nothing I ever want has a release date.
1: Port has been delayed to...
0: I thought it was coming out when the expansion came
1: out. Holiday season. Mm. This is a holiday.
0: It is. This is the holiday season. This it doesn't have a date, though. If it comes out on time loop day, then you all have to convert. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're converting to, because it is a totally pan-religious... <laughs> it's a... And
1: Belief agnostic. (laughs) Yes. uh, Holiday.
2: No,
0: because agnostic implies without. Well, that doesn't happen. (laughs) I want everything is included. Um, But yeah, all of you have to convert to time loop day. That's all I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) Again, the rules of time loop day. We'll go.
1: Yeah, we have to describe again. It's been a year, Mm -hmm. unless you've been stuck in a time loop, and then it could have been a lot longer, depending on when you were stuck.
0: Again, check on your friends. Just make sure they're not in time loops. And if none of your friends in a time are stuck in a time loop, maybe you are. Just, a, just a thought. Uh, yeah, it could be a um, Star Trek cause and effect. Yeah, situation. It's true. So, the rules of Time Loop Day. Um, the traditions, I would say, there are uh, three main traditions uh and then a lot of optional traditions the three main traditions are one you may not wear anything but your comfiest clothes loving it Uh, already yeah no jeans beats any other holiday (laughs) by a country mile hey that's that's what i'm thinking um nothing itchy Nothing uh, tight, nothing, no jeans, no button-ups, no No, collars. You don't even have to
1: wear pants if you don't want to. No, absolutely not. I mean, if there's other people partaking with you and they're more comfortable with you wearing pants, you should do that. Yeah. But, otherwise... Yeah,
0: only your most comfy wear. Um, I used to say, you may only wear pajamas, but people are like, what if I want to take a shower? You can take a shower, just put comfy clothes back on. It's time of day. There are no rules except these three. (laughs) Yes, these three... No rules except for these three um one of your meals must be breakfast burritos is
1: there a uh, specific um ingredients in that breakfast burrito
0: no go crazy you okay. want to make breakfast burritos vegan
1: you you get those soy eggs what if i took a waffle and put eggs and bacon on it and ate it like a burrito and rolled it up
0: you know i've actually done that with a pancake what about breakfast tacos yeah sure
1: chilaquiles
0: migas i don't know how any of these things translate to breakfast but if you can make a breakfast
1: there are i mean there are just other delicious dishes
0: for for breakfast for me there's eggs involved you know how some people have their traditional meals of like oh i do ham at christmas and turkey at thanksgiving or i do i don't know other
1: food Uh, at other time
0: yeah they've got traditional meals. burgers on the fourth of july for me and my family (laughs) for me and mine we, you cook three pieces of bacon per burrito. Then, with the pan still greasy, you put your eggs in and you scramble them all up. Then, you put your tortilla in that same pan. Mm-hmm. Heat it up, flip it over once, put cheese all down the middle, wait until it melts just a little bit and your tortilla is just a little crispy. Mm. Then, eggs, bacon, I, I kind of rip up the bacon and put it all in there so it's kind of evenly uh-huh. distributed. Because then if you take a bite, it doesn't all come out. Right. Nobody wants that. No one. And it's it's the worst. So I rip up the bacon, put it all in there, and then I finish it with a different hot sauce every year. That is my personal tradition, not part of the main traditions of Time Loop Day. So, <laughs> All right, Tom Calicchio, I'm tracking with you right now. So you do not have to do observe the hot sauce rule, though. It is fun to do the hot sauce rule. Yeah, I mean, what are you partaking in this year? I think because my girlfriend will be participating with me for the second time, Um, And she does not like spice. That's how you know it's real. I know, right? Uh, I think I'm going to get the Hot Ones Classic sauce, because it's not very hot, but it's supposed to be very good. Oh Well, you know, good is the point of hot sauce. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: I love heat, but... Have you tried that truff hot sauce? Oh, I don't believe so. It's like a truffle
0: hot sauce. No, I'll look into it, though.
1: I've heard it. I I mean, I've heard from their advertisements that it's very good. (laughs)
0: I'll look into it. (laughs) It just seems interesting. And there's a few blogs we can hit to kind of see how it is. Go hit the blogosphere, the hot sauce, hot sauce blogs. Mm-hmm. And then... Hot blogs. The traditional amount of time loop content is six hours, which is... I know. It's, it's not that much when you think about it.
2: Yeah, it's I not mean, that much. I mean, what's true.
1: a football game? Man, four or Two hours. football games. That's already more. <laughs> That's already more. Macy's Parade and a football game? Forget about it. And two football games? Six hours
0: is nothing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I completely agree. Traditionally, the order goes thusly. Star Trek, cause and effect. Groundhog Day, the movie. Not the series? I know, right? (laughs) I know, that Groundhog Day series that everyone loves so much. Uh, then you hit them with the trio, the the greatest three Time loop episodes of all time. You got your um, mystery spot from Supernatural, wonderful episode. You've got uh, Eureka, I Do Over, uh, the greatest episode of the show Eureka that ever existed. Uh, and you've got uh, Window of Opportunity from Stargate SG-1. Also, my favorite episode of Stargate SG-1. Noticing a theme here, Chance. Your favorite episodes are all the time loop ones. Those are three incredible time loop episodes. Um, The reason you do Star Trek before those three and before Groundhog Day is because the founder of Time Loop Day, whoever he may be, um, his love for time loops started when he was a kid and saw that episode. Mm -hmm. Founder of Time Loop Day, may his name never be forgotten. (laughs) May his name be looped.
1: May his... May his uh, comfy pants be loose and his burritos be hot.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, when he was a kid, his fav- the, the thing that started his love of time loops was the Star Trek episode cause and effect. I remember several times, including watching the X-Files episode Monday when mm-hmm. I was a kid, I was like, hey, that's like that Star Trek episode. Hey, that's like that Star Trek episode. And again and again and again.
1: Yeah. Because so, you're in the loop. Because it. it's a loop. Okay, okay. so there's a recap of the rules.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Comfy
1: clothes. Breakfast, burritos. Mm-hmm. Six hours of content.
0: Six hours of content. Now, you may be asking yourself, Chance, what you just described is not six hours of content. all Altogether, it's about, oh, four and a half. That's right. Because I do a different movie every year. I The very first year of Time Loop Day was um, all those that I just mentioned, plus the Power Rangers Zeo episode that I forget the name of, where Tommy gets trapped in a time loop. And... Um, oh an episode of Buffy that I should know the name of, but I'm just blanking on it right now. Well, but an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, those the, the episode of Power Rangers is very much a time loop, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. It just kind of fell out of fashion in time loop observation. The episode of Buffy, only about a fourth of it is actually a time loop. So it just got kicked out for... Mm-hmm. It doesn't really fit. Yeah. There's other things that fit the bill more. Yeah, and then Edge of Tomorrow and Happy Death Day kind of took over. And then for the last four or five years, it's been a new movie every year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, six hours of traditional time loop content. Amazing.
1: So what are we bringing to the table this year? We've already mentioned it, yeah. but should we give a brief introduction? Yeah, I say yes. Let's set up. It. So this year we watched, rather, last year we brought you some of our favorite sort of time loop content yeah this year um so this year we sat down and we watched a movie the hulu original flick a uh, boss level directed by joe carnahan you know beloved director i just watch all his movies i don't know what else he's ever done i kind of want to look let's see what he's directed because i particularly loved it um known for smoke and aces narc the a-team i kind of liked the a-team if it's
0: if narc is what i think it is people love that movie Ray Liotta.
1: Lots of, you know, super stylized action. Um, done some episodes of The Blacklist. Okay. Um, director. Yeah, looks like, you know, pretty uh, high action kind of movies, which I feel like this really fits in. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, but movie is starring, well, Gibson's in it. Um, Frank Grillo. Oh, the Marvel thing. Uh, we only know him from Marvel movies. I think. Uh, that's all I can really peg him from. Michelle Yeoh. She's a, I think, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon She's like a martial arts like powerhouse. She was She's very, very underutilized.
0: She was very believable in the role.
1: Um, yeah, super underutilized because she was not uh, Guan Yin. Mm-hmm. She was the sword master because of course there is a sword master.
0: Yeah, there's got to be a sword master in every time loop movie.
2: Mhm.
1: It's well-known, <laughs> well-documented character. If I'm stuck in a time loop, I'm going to learn how to use the sword. i mm-hmm. I'm going to do it well. Um yeah, so in the movie, the main character whose name is Roy Roy Pulver finds himself, wouldn't you know it, stuck in a time loop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just the same day, over and over again. Um, and he wakes up, someone's trying to kill him, and he's just basically going and going from confrontation with assassin to confrontation with assassin. But they all just end up with him dying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then finally, after like 140 times, he's kind of like, okay, it's time to
2: well,
0: yeah, figure he, this out. The he, thoughts start to connect. He He starts to figure out how to survive and then he can start focusing on how do i get out of it yeah like what's going on here mm-hmm. um it takes him a long time to learn how to survive um yeah is that all you wanted to uh, yeah um, yeah i think so okay we'll get into the rest as we obviously talk about it more yes so in mystery spot fashion um mystery spot is the supernatural episode where at the end of each uh tuesday dean one of the brothers dean dies and sam that never happens in that show (laughs) it happens a lot in this episode (laughs) sam resets the day and every and sam is like i've got to keep you alive so we can get out of this tuesday but he can never seem to do it um until he figures out the greater meaning behind the behind the loop isn't that just how it goes Mm -hmm. so this gave me very mystery spot vibes um however i do find this a very interesting time loop movie Because right away, we have a subverted trope. Is it the trope that he...
1: Like, when we start watching, he's already, like, in it. And has already kind of figured out how to survive.
0: Yeah. So, um, one of my favorite things, honestly, in a time loop movie. And this one, sadly, doesn't do it. Um, We'll get to opinions as we're going. Um, But this was missed for me. Is when you... When you start the loop, in most time loops, there's a sense of normalcy. So you go through this sense of normalcy of a normal day, except for TV, it's hyper-detailed. Um, things like hot sauce falling. Things like um, the cards at a poker game. Um, you just, you really notice little details that most movies wouldn't bother putting in. Mm-hmm. Um sprinklers making making college students run off things of that nature. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't do that. You don't get the There's not ever a normal. Yeah, there's never a normal moment and there's never a moment where like I like the trope of these little details that they put in time loop movies because generally those details are put in so they can be subverted. Mm-hmm. As the loop goes on. You know, a lot of times they're used to, like, explain to someone else you're in the loop. A lot of times they'll be used for, like, comedic effect. Or they'll be used to, like, branch off and explore something else. Uh, In the episode Mystery Spot, in um, Supernatural, every day he runs into this girl who's walking down the um, sidewalk. And one time he's like, well, wait a minute, have I ever done this? And he runs back and he talks to her. And it starts, like, a side quest within the loop. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of a deal. So that moment is not in this. And it was missed
1: to me. It makes sense. Um, Yeah, because I mean, his very first loop, he wakes up with an assassin above his bed, like machete coming at him. And that's how he wakes up. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's nothing normal about that situation.
0: Right. He's like immediately in it. Yeah. So he wakes up in bed with a blonde and there is a man in a suit with a machete. Hilariously... In bed. Yeah. Like (laughs) Like the most ridiculous thing ever. (laughs) It's pretty ridiculous how they're in bed. And like um, the girl wakes up, screams, and then the guy takes a machete and tries to hit Roy. Mm -hmm. But he like effortlessly, like he's done it a million times, like dodges it, disarms him. Like, and he's going to get coffee um while he's dodging this guy's blade and he like drinks a few cups of the co- or uh, drinks of the coffee and like is looking at his phone and like the guy comes at him and he throws the coffee in his face
1: smashes the coffee pot against his head yeah then suddenly a helicopter with a minigun yeah comes up and starts shooting
2: yeah and
0: it blasts the guy and, he, and roy laughs and he's like they think you're me yeah hilarious uh and then he just like takes a knife and like casually flicks it because he knows exactly where it's going Mm -hmm. it goes right into the mini gun shooter's head yeah and then he sort of slumps and the guns firing everywhere and he's
1: just like walking to his apartment Mm -hmm. saying the f word a lot of times
0: yeah there's a lot of f-bombs in this movie if you choose to watch it with us um So that's the warning for the kids. But he's like, like, he jumps up on his coffee table because he knows a bullet's going to come and uh, hit under his feet. And he, like, then he jumps down and he sits on the couch because he knows that spot's going to be safe from all the minigun fire. And he's, at this point, he's expositing, like, inner monologue, like been in this a thousand times i've been in this 140 times i can do this as much as i want like it's not a big deal and he like looks at the picture of his ex-wife and their kid we don't know that at the time and then he like rips it in half and puts it in his wallet wallet and he's like oh crap i I gotta jump Mm -hmm. oh it's time (laughs) so the helicopter crashes into his apartment and then explodes Uh
1: he like jumps out the window and lands in a like a gravel truck
0: yeah like four stories down He's like, you gotta get that timing right. The first time I did this, and he like lands, and it like runs over him twice. Uh It's like the first,
1: it took me 22 tries Uh to uh, get the timing down right for this.
0: So already you should be able to tell. This movie is ridiculous.
1: It's so ridiculous. Like he dies so many times, and in so many ridiculous ways.
0: Yeah, he dies so many times. But also like the action is so like casual, it's ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh. Like... I don't know the knife to the head of the mini gunner. The fact that there is a mini gunner at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the minigun comes back later. Yep,
0: yeah, but it is this movie is ridiculous. It is high action. It is high energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's high fun. Yeah, but there's a lot of fun it's to be fun.
1: had. Um, it's not quite at the fun of like an intentionally bad movie, right? Um, yeah, so it's not quite that on the
0: nose. No, but the action is very satirical of, like, oh, look how high energy and awesome this is. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's explaining to us that he dies at the end, er, he dies in every loop. Mm -hmm. And... um, then he goes back to the beginning and he goes through it and he dies again and at this point we pick up in his 140th loop so he's he's really good up until a point until 1247 mm-hmm. like he can survive up to that point but he's never made it beyond this point because at 1247 all of the different assassins that are after him mm-hmm. show up at once show up at once and kill him yeah, um, and there's like six different ones there's like these like we got to save our favorite oh. for last of course
1: Yes. So we'll go in order of like least sort of screen time, which would probably be the German twins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's two like bald, bald, women.
1: black German
0: guys. Yeah. I
1: don't, I don't know.
0: They they just have guns. There's no uh-huh. like gimmicks. There's no, so there's nothing yeah, to remember
1: them. By. Except that they're twins and they speak German. Um,
0: there's like, uh, there's a guy that looks exactly like him. He calls him Roy number two. Roy number
1: two. There's a, like a dwarf man. I don't know the proper term.
0: Yeah, uh, a, like... a person with dwarfism. Yeah, who ex- explodes him. Yeah, he calls him Kaboom because like he always kills him by placing a bomb on him somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, the second, we don't know who the first assassin is or the guy in the helicopter, but the the next, the one that gets some screen time mm-hmm. is Pam. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know her real name. So he calls her Pam. So he calls her Pam and her driver's name he calls her estelle so pam and estelle Estelle. we Um, love them uh there's a esmeralda 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 the chauffeur um there's a good old boy like like redneck (laughs) smiles named smiles for obvious reasons our protagonist said Mm -hmm. and then there is the star of the movie
1: yeah mvp number one
0: she brought this episode to us today (laughs) That's Guan Yin. Guan Yin. You, and it shows Guan Yin killing him with a sword several times. Uh, he's like going
1: down an escalator. She like drops on top of him. Sword just flashes and his head falls off. He's like, Her name is Guan Yin. I only know this because. And then she goes, I am Guan Yin. She flings her sword. Guan Yin has done this.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> it shows her killing him a few more times. Uh-huh. And then every time it's, I am Guan Yin. Guan Yin has done this. it's
1: mm-hmm. um, so, just the most fleshed out of all the uh,
0: well, assassins. By far the most fun. The most,
1: in the most screen time.
0: Yeah. Followed by Pam. Followed by Pam. But Pam is, like, way below Guan Yin. Uh-huh. It's like,
1: there's no comparison.
0: Yeah. Um, so... We learned that there are these assassins after, and it, and no matter what he does, at twelve forty seven, they all show up and they kill him. And he's kind of given up at this point; like he just goes to this bar and like drinks real a lot, so yeah. it doesn't hurt as bad. Hangs out with Senior Chang from Community. <laughs> Senior Chang from <laughs> Co- Who's Playing?
1: Basically, Senior Chang. I, I feel like he plays the, him in a lot. He's <laughs> kind of this
0: zany, madcap guy. Yeah, he plays basically the same thing, and um, uh, Rufus from Timeless. I'm pretty sure is the uh, black guy. Sean McKinney. I don't know. What's Timeless? Oh, you've never seen Timeless? No. I don't think... Sean McKinney, I don't think is his name. So I don't think it was him. It looked like him to me. Timeless is a fantastic show. Doesn't look like it's him. No. He was in
1: Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus, though. Ooh, I've seen that. Yeah. Not in as many things. Oh. He the looked- Neighborhood is kind of his biggest work.
0: Well... I think the reason I thought it was Rufus is because they are both playing the nerdy, black, overly excited, like, guy. I don't know anything about that. I know everything about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's very, very excited, which is the same as Rufus in Timeless. But anyway, so it's him. Um and he's a security expert and a fencing specialist, 12-time world champion fencing expert, uh-huh. um, comes into the bar and sits down. He's like, dang, B-word, if she gets here before me, she steals my seat. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so Yeah, and then I can't get drunk at the bar. Yeah, he just drinks until they all show up and kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next time, he's like, so he dies and then Loop 41 starts, or 141. And he is like, "Huh, you know what? My ex-wife gave me a birthday present last time, mm-hmm. L- or b- a few days before." Yeah, because
1: we find out during this time that she had died.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because yeah.
1: he like calls, and it's like one of the time to- one of the loops where he calls her, but her boss answers, who's played by Mel Gibson. Yeah, and he's being like mysterious and he says like he's like are you her boss well i was she fell she she fell and snapped her neck Mm -hmm. um so he's finding out that she's dead he's like he's saying she's the only one who could help him out but then you find out she's dead and then eventually we get the flashback Mm -hmm. of the day before
0: Was it after the first loop, or was it after the second loop we get the flashback? I can't remember. Well, because the second... Loop 141 is very quick, because he finds the book, but in Mm -hmm. finding the book, he accidentally forgets about the minigun, and the minigun blows him away. Mm -hmm. And I think then we get... Because that's, that's literally all that happens in the second one. is He he remembers that she gave him a present. He goes to it and opens it. And then he's there's like a cryptic message written in the back. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you already know because we see that it's like the I Set and Osiris book. Mm-hmm. Which you, instantly he makes a connection that she told him that. So you've had the flashback already.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I guess the flashback has to have happened. So we flashback to the day before the loop.
1: Mm-hmm. He like goes to her work. Mm-hmm. And she's working on this very impressive sci-fi mumbo-jumbo machine.
0: Yeah, it looks like a big portal. Big
1: portal slash super collider yeah. thing. Um, and she's like, it would, could unravel time and space and destroy the world if used yeah. improperly.
0: Yeah, and Mel Gibson is being menacing, and he's got a, a guard who's being menacing. and mm-hmm. um, she Brett,
1: and- just the worst.
0: She invited um, Roy there, who we learn is her ex-husband, who always chose uh, Delta Force Special Operations over mm-hmm. yeah, over his family.
1: his family. He has a son, but yeah. his son doesn't even know that he's his dad, just because he's been absent.
0: Yeah, just because he's
2: been... Like,
1: he knows him, but doesn't know that he's his dad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you made me thinking, like, oh, do they make some point about, like, he's got this terrible life because of, like, post-traumatic stress? or no. If you're thinking that this is the wrong movie for you, <laughs> don't watch this one. Watch <laughs> several others would be fine. Um, it's,
1: this movie is about action, not about points. <laughs> mm-hmm. It seemed like it was maybe getting to one, and then it didn't.
0: Yeah, it didn't. But I don't know. I have thoughts about this. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> I can't. I can't put the cart before the horse. Um. So they're they're having this big talk, and he and he's like, "Well, I brought my resume," and the. The security guard's there, and he's like, "We're not hiring." And he's like, "Why'd you tell me they were hiring?" When the security guard leaves, and she's like, "Well, they're not, but but I am mm-hmm. for like a very special mission." Mm-hmm. And she's being super cryptic, and it was at this point I literally turned to Cameron because we watched this movie together. And I was like, "They're not really hiding anything." Anyway. No. <laughs> it was like it was very clear she's a scientist who put him in this loop, and her boss is evil, and uh-huh. she's trying to keep something
1: from like, him. Very overtly not a good person. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, so this isn't a movie about mystery. <laughs> I mean there's a little bit of mystery, mm-hmm. but it's a very direct movie. It's not like, you know, your groundhog day where you where the mystery of what the loop is and how it happened and everything. That's not here. No. <laughs> They they are laying out in this scene. Oh, okay. Like y- you won't have to have a basic understanding of how plot works to put it all together, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, we're not
1: gonna we're not going to be coy about yeah. this.
0: But how he gets out of the loop is still a mystery. Um, a few other th- her fate is still a mystery. Like mm-hmm. how she really dies. Um, how he gets there. There are mysteries, but the the why and how of the loop is not one of them. Um, even though they don't directly say it again you you need to have seen a movie before and you'll, mm-hmm. you'll pick it up just any just anything yeah it's it's not subtle um it's not subtle at all so and then he leaves he meets this dental hygienist uh-huh. takes it was very made me very uncomfortable <laughs> why
1: she's just, was very like touchy
0: yes and but they were very drunk but yes uh-huh. yeah um just kind of your stereotypical and i' I, I don't mean that in a belittling way. It's mm-hmm. just a movie's trying to do a stereotypical gorgeous blonde. Mm-hmm um they give her that kind of look and personality and they (laughs) go to bed and you think there's going to be some kind of sex scene or something i was like what kind of movie did we because
1: they wake up on the first on the day like the guy's standing over them with a machete Uh he's not wearing a shirt but he has pants on Uh and you don't ever think about him but he has boots on and she's like fully dressed
0: (laughs) and you're just kind of like okay it's it's such a funny scene though because like he's like because his wife calls him when when he's with this girl his ex-wife and the they, their call gets cut off, and he's like, I should have called her back, but I was drunk and horny.
1: You're like, oh, what's going to happen? And <laughs> they just like
0: collapse. collapse on
1: the bed and pass out.
0: <laughs> like she's taken her jacket off, and he's taken his, his shirt, shirt off, and that's it. <laughs> they collapse on the bed in a very strange mm-hmm.
1: way. Just like suddenly, it's <laughs> like, okay, here it goes, <laughs> asleep. <laughs> and i like, okay, we can just get to
0: you know yeah what we're here for i hate awkward sex scenes so i'm glad it didn't happen mm-hmm. but i was almost more shocked <laughs> that it didn't happen <laughs> the way it didn't happen yeah it was strange um so we learn all that that's when we learned that she gave him a birthday present so in the next loop he goes and gets it it's a book about osiris and Isis, it mm-hmm. um, and like she Iset. says remember this Mm -hmm. Osiris. Like, you need to remember that word. Yeah, that's the last thing she said to him, was Mm -hmm. remember Osiris. Um, He gets the book, and he forgets about the... um, Minigun. Yeah, minigun, and it kills him. And that's that's the second loop. Mm -hmm. Now we get at several loops where he's, like, trying to find time to read the book um, and dying in different ways. Yeah. Um, But one of those times, he is in, like, an underground station, Mm -hmm. and he sees his son yes just kind of
1: by random chance
0: yeah he like doesn't know he's going to be there he's supposed to be in school yeah he's just finding trying to find a place to lay low and read Mm-hmm. and he just happens to see his son buying a mysterious brown paper bag mm mm-hmm. um no no, no. from us up to any good yeah from a
1: skater punk
0: yeah from a skater punk and this piques his interest so he follows him and he follows him to a convention center where there is a Street Fighter. He's like an esports tournament. He's like, what is that? Yeah, this I found really stupid. Like really stupid. Not not the whole thing. This conversation he has with this other guy, because they're painting it like, hey, look at this cool dude talking to this lame. Mm-hmm. I'm cool and I sleep with women and
1: murder people all the time, <laughs> and you're lame and play video games.
0: Yeah, which is a, a really outdated concept, but also. They've gone out of our way to tell us what a big loser this guy like <laughs> really is even if he is like like he got his phone turned off because he couldn't pay it and like mm-hmm. um it's his like constant relationship problems
1: and running away
0: from the things that really matter in his life yeah, and his responsibilities so it's like I'm cool and you're a loser who doesn't get any it's like like, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> this seems weirdly, I don't know, out of place. Uh, especially for a like the movie's called Boss
1: Level. Yes. Like it's playing with video game tropes yes. throughout the whole thing. And then they just kind of come with this little scene of just like people who play video games are nerds and nerds are stupid. <laughs>
0: yeah. And the even he kind of learns to appreciate video games a little bit later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's not like trying to make that point. I think it's just maybe playing with the idea that like in a movie like this this is what this guy would think Mm -hmm. (laughs) um because this doesn't come back or it's not like a recurring theme or him i'm coming to
1: accept the esports video game guy is what resets the loop and frees
0: him from his prison. Yes, exactly. (laughs) The fact that they call it a pop-up esports tournament and it does not seem to be a tournament nor have any actual esports in it, Mm -hmm. and you cannot have an esports based on retro 80s vintage side-scrollers.
1: Yeah. Street Fighter, yes. Yes. But Double Dragon, no.
0: No. I I guess you could maybe do like a point or speed run.
1: Yeah, but... but I mean,
0: those aren't competitive games no um so it's it's really weird it's a weird misunderstanding of like video games but he like confronts his son who doesn't know he's his son he's like oh hey and i guess he's visited a lot so the kid really likes him Mm -hmm. but doesn't know him super well yeah so they kind of have a conversation yeah he bought magic cards Mm -hmm.
1: as but as he's walking through the video game thing you see like the screens Mm -hmm. like you're kind of flickering as he goes near them
0: yeah yeah and you can really tell this the one thing that this movie tries to have a heart about that's not just like mindless action is like a father-son dynamic or like a desiring time with your child kind of dynamic because you can really tell like he cares about this kid like Mm -hmm. he is interested in the things that he's talking about and he's like scared that his son is buying drugs so he, like, confronts him about that, and it turns out he bought magic cards from that guy, not drugs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or the equivalent of that. Yeah, the, the non-trademarked equivalent uh-huh. of magic cards. Spellwork, the meeting place. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's like, well, I don't know how much time I've got left. The The screens are flickering. Every time he walks by one, they flicker. Mm-hmm. He doesn't notice. No. He, do- he has no idea what's going on. Um, but he's like, I don't know how much time I've got left, so I'm going to try to take my kid to... Kid to lunch. And the kid's like, well, the screen isn't working right now anyway, Um, so sure. They go out, and all the assassins are there, but he notices that it's 1250.
1: Mm-hmm, so it's three minutes later than it was. He's like, I've never lived this long.
0: Yeah. And he like looks around, looks at the area, and remembers the bar where he can live the longest, because he can live until 1247 there. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at the place where he can live until 1250. Mm-hmm. And they're both... Underground. Underground, he's like, I'm being tracked somehow,
2: yeah.
1: And then they kill him. He picks up his son and is like running with him He uh-huh. gets shot in the back a bunch of times. And then he's like, I'm your dad, yes. It's like the moment of love in my son's eyes, as I saw in that moment. It's like, I wish that it would be the last time,
2: yeah.
0: He's like, <laughs> It's okay, it's, it's really stupid and melodramatic, <laughs> but kind of fun too. And he's like, I've got to get out of this for him or whatever, yeah, okay, guy, <laughs> that's enough. So he, like. <laughs> This, 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 there's one odd trend in this movie, and it's mutilation to waste relieving organs. <laughs> because the next time he grabs the machete guy and throws him up against a wall instead of just dispatching him, and he like puts the knife up to him, and he's like, "Tell me how you're tracking me," and he's like, "I'm not telling you anything." So he takes the knife and he shoves it up his butt. <laughs> Where is it? Up your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he stabs the knife up there, and the guy's. Yeah. And the guy's like, I don't know. And he, mm-hmm. So he just kills him and does the whole thing and goes to Chang's and starts <laughs> Chang's. like... His name is Jake, but he's Chang. <laughs> it's Chang's. It's Senior fine. Chang. This is what happened to Senior Chang after... Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fine. He runs a old-fashioned soda, sh- soda shop themed bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he goes to there and he like takes off all his clothes and he's looking for the tracker... And then he's like, I can't, there is no tracker on me. So he's like storming out. And then he's like, the cybersecurity guy.
1: Yeah. This is when he's like, do you know anything about like
0: tracking tracking devices? devices?" He's like, I don't know anything about those. I know everything about those. Yeah. He like gets this look on his face like, I can't believe you just asked me that. I don't know anything about those kinds of things. Like you shouldn't be asking about that. He's Mm -hmm. like, I know everything
2: about those kinds of things.
0: MVP MVP of the
1: of the the normal people. He is of every high action person. It's Guan Yin. Guan Yin. Yes. Um, I could
0: I could take or leave Roy, honestly. Yeah, he he does he does use the F word way too much. Like there's a point at which you just stop. Yeah, yeah we're just we crossed a, a threshold. Um, I have nothing against it. It's just like hearing one word said over and over again is annoying. Mm-hmm. It's a um, vocabulary. Yeah, learn to swear creatively. Um, I actually told a uh, student this this week, uh, but I said something to the extent of like, "You, you freshman boys are so cute with your cursing. It's like a deer learning to walk and testing the waters, <laughs> like a baby deer learning to walk and testing the waters." He's like, "But I'm like, you're clumsy with it. You're, <laughs> you're not using it in any way that makes sense. You're just doing it to, do, to uh-huh. say it.
1: <laughs> it just becomes like a, a
0: stop." A stop word. Yeah. Um so anyway, he uh he talks to Roy and he's like, What would you do? Would you put it under the skin? He's like, No, he noticed something under your skin. That's mm-hmm. stupid. And he's like, Where would you put it? He's like, In your in your teeth. In your teeth.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he's like, remembering the
1: dental hygienist. because uh-huh. yeah, the woman from the bar is dental hygienist. Mm-hmm. Um and he sees her putting the and then taking kind of the laughing gas thing off and he sees security guy Brett. Yeah. Kind of listlessly, he's guy. he's fading at that point, but he kind of is like, I see him. Uh-huh. So he's like, I'm gonna need a bottle of like alcohol and some pliers.
0: Yeah, he rips. He rips off. his
1: teeth. He <laughs> rips he's like, it'll grow back. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, he takes the he takes the security guy into the bathroom and he's like, Could you identify it if you saw it? And he's like, Yeah, I guess. He's like, I need a bottle of so pliers. So he takes him into the bathroom and he, <laughs> he starts, starts yanking y- his teeth <laughs> out. Oh, it's <laughs> uncomfortable. And the and the guy's just like, "What are you doing?" He's like screaming and panicking the whole time. He's like, "How about this one? How about this one?" And then the third one, he's like, right. "How about this one?" And he examines. He's like, I, "Oh, oh yeah, actually." He's like, "Yeah, there is there is a tracker in this tooth." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Someone paid a lot of money to find you." Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they and it had been,
1: it already has been established. I don't think we said it, but that Mel Gibson has like, we need to send like a, a cast of zany characters to go and kill this guy. Yes. Like in no plainer speech than that he ba- he's basically said brett my chief security guy you need to yeah. just hire the most colorful cast of assassin people that you can come up with yeah. to come and kill this guy
0: yeah because they can't because apparently those zany characters couldn't be tracked back to them or something or, or, something. or they
1: <laughs> they they literally kill her in the office yeah but they can't just kill him
0: um so then he goes out and they kill him again but this time he's ready Mm -hmm. and he wakes up and he kills the machete guy like super fast and then he grabs the girl before she can run away like she always does and he's like who paid you to track me she's like how did you know and he's like i just do who did it and she says the security guy's name which i don't really care about (laughs) brett oh brett thank you
1: because later you see his car and it's called brett's jet
0: Oh, nice. Um, And he's like, my wife's boss. They paid her.
1: They paid her.
0: Are are paying everyone to kill me. Um,
1: Which we already knew. In no uncertain terms.
0: Yeah, which we as an audience already knew. I don't know, fortunately or unfortunately.
1: (laughs) I kind of like the mystery of like, why are these strange... Very interesting assassins. Why does this redneck with messed up teeth shoot an arrow through my chest from behind? It turns into a grappling hook and he drags me behind his truck.
0: Yeah. Like, why? I don't know. Gosh, i way to
1: die, though. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then we see he's like, okay, I'm going to start turning this around. So he uses his tooth as like a lure yeah. to bring the assassins to take them out.
0: Yeah, he starts with Pam. Mm-hmm. Um, we never do learn the name of, but this is one of the strangest interactions. Uh-huh. So, like, I can't even, y- y- you feel like you're going to get some major revelations uh-huh. from this. And but you it's, don't. It's really just for comedy. Because he like, uh, he plants the, the tooth in like a location in some water and, and then comes up behind her with a gun and is like, drop your gun. She's like, no. This gun cost me half a million dollars. At auction. At auction. He's like, you paid half a million dollars for a gun? And she, like, says all this stuff about she it. She
1: actually spent, like, three quarters of a million dollars on this gun.
0: Yeah, because it can she got like a custom vintage stock uh-huh. or a silencer for Only
1: it.
2: six in the
0: world. Yeah, only only six in the world. And he's like, let me see it. And she like hands it to him and she's like, A.H.? What, what does A.H. stand for? And she's like, Adolf Hitler. And, and she's it was like, like
1: the gun that he used to kill himself. Yeah, and he's like, you've been killing me with Hitler's gun? You've been, you been killing me all this time with Hitler's gun? She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, clearly I've never killed you. Yeah. Um And then... She's like, are you going to kill me? And he's like, no, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> yeah, but he shoots her twice. He's like, that's for the Jews.
0: <laughs> no, no. I, isn't that for the Jews because he shoots her a few more times? He shoots her a few
1: <laughs> more times. He's like, those two.
0: Yeah, those two. <laughs> what?
1: I have no idea. Pam,
0: Why? Um, and then we, and then we cut to him taking out all the assassins. Mm -hmm. He gets the truck guy the same way the truck guy gets him. Yeah. Um. And he blows them all up. Yeah, he, it ends up with him getting Kaboom last, putting Kaboom in the, um, in the truck, and then being, and then, like, looking at Kaboom's, um, exploder, or... Mm -hmm. They love the
1: fake, it's just a detonator. Yeah. They love the fake explosions in this. They do. Like the... Really too small, not really as destructive as they probably should be. Um, but they're always on people, so I mean uh-huh. well I'm thinking like later there's the car. And it's right. like it just kind of explodes right by the car, but all the security guards around it like fall over dead.
0: Like they got blown up. I Maybe mean, they just passed out. But you're right. <laughs> the pressure wave. Um so he blows all the assassins up and he's like, now I gotta go to the source. And it shows him like outside the building. <laughs> And he's... he's Well, he talks to
1: Brett on the phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm coming. I'm going to come kill you. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm done with all this sneaking around nonsense.
0: Yeah, I'm done with all this sneaking around nonsense. And it's like, he's outside the building. He's like, I'm just going to take the direct approach. And he, like, hits the gas of the car he steals in every Every loop. loop. And he, like, hits the gas... And it's like he's gonna do the whole action movie thing where he like crash run, through the wall, t- crash through the wall, and go into the building. But it's a big concrete building, so he just crashes into it. <laughs>
1: and then Brett comes around. and
0: He's like, "Great plan." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and <he> shoots him. Oh! <laughs> uh, and so then he tries to sneak, and that's when he has the explosives in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And It blows up. But then again, Brett's there.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah. So he it he dies a whole bunch of times trying to get into the building um he dresses as roy number two Mm -hmm. to get in because he can't just be seen in his normal clothes um but when when that does work he doesn't know where roy number two has access and where he doesn't so Uh when he starts acting suspicious one of the guards kills him so then he starts dressing up as a guard instead of roy number two Mm -hmm. and he (laughs) just gets a little further every time Mm -hmm. um which would have been
1: fun to see how that exactly happened.
0: Yeah, they never show exactly how he got that guard uniform, but you know, I guess the movie's long enough. Uh-huh. We don't, we don't, we don't a, need that. It's not a super long movie, but if it would have been any longer... It, it, it was
1: enough. Yes.
0: It was enough times. Um, but yeah, he gets to um, the like main office level, and who should be there? But the best character of the whole movie, Guan Yin. Yin. And Guan Yin's like flicking her sword around. And he's like, you ever see the movie, uh, you ever see like Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark where he's flicking the sword around and um, Indy is just fed up with everything. So he takes out the gun and shoots him and then moves on. And he's like, well, and then he pulls the gun on her and clicks it. and yeah, it
1: doesn't and, shoot. It's, it's empty.
0: Yeah. And so she cuts off his head and is like, I am Guan Yin, and Guan Yin has done this. And just so you know, that happened because in Raiders of the Lost Ark, Harrison Ford had to take a dump. Just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. Um, so we see a
1: lot of so failed we, uh, we see some failed loops of this sword fighting. Where he's like, it should be a lot easier to do this. But she's just like avoiding his bullets and killing him again and again with the sword. Um, and he's just like, this is horrible. Yeah. And every time, I am Guan Yin. Guan
0: Yin has done this. <laughs> I am Guan Yin. Guan Yin has done this. <laughs> um, and he talks about how, with the exception of Loop 15, and we see Pam take a gun and shoot him in the balls. Uh-huh. And then he dies from that. <laughs> he wanted to die. He, he might as well have. Um, he's like, with the exception of that. He, he of the, the sword, sword hurts the yeah, worst. Hurts the, the worst. And then he like goes into this weird depression where like he doesn't want to do anything, um, which is you have to have this in a time loop movie. No, that's after. Is that after that's he gets it the first time? because um, I thought he didn't get the get the like drive to learn until until he'd been killed a few more times. No,
1: that's um that's after his okay. son. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, because he then he goes and he talks with the sword master woman who comes to the diner.
2: How does
0: he get the inspiration to do that? Because I know he kind of gives up. I feel like he does. What does he do? I don't remember. He like kind of gives up for for a loop or two. Um, Is this
1: when he goes and spends time with his son?
0: Does he do that twice? Because there's a first time. No, there's
1: only the last time when he does it a lot. Mm-hmm. and then he's like now i have to end this
0: yeah um so yeah, it's not okay. just totally blanking i'm blanking on exactly what happens but something happens where he goes into the depression though after uh, after the next no
1: because she kills him uh-huh this is when he goes into the depression because she kills him but then mel gibson's character comes out and is like giving his whole speech about how like this is going on no that can't be right
0: you're right no you are right I, I don't know if we're getting to the point, but the last time she kills him... This is the part I was missing. So she kills him, but this time she kills him through the leg. So he's alive mm-hmm. longer. And he goes into his big villain speech. Mm-hmm, about being able to control
1: time. Because mm-hmm. they don't know that he's in a loop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. They, they clearly don't know he's in a loop at this point. Um, and he's like... And then he admits to killing the wife. Uh-huh. And that's when he decides... He needs to learn how to sword fight. Mm -hmm.
1: This is what I have to do.
0: And so he goes, he's like Yeah, he spends like thirty loops training. (laughs) Thirty
1: loops to become an expert sword fighter that doesn't even look like a Asian at all style of sword fighting that he would have learned.
0: Yeah, he does they he does like classic fencing.
1: Yeah, like an arm behind his back. Yeah. It's like this isn't what she taught you. Like she wouldn't teach you this. She's a master of the like they'd say like a Wu Dao. Yeah. Which is like the curved one with the rings on it.
0: Well, well, no. Um, Guan is is udao. The the girl, the the fencer uses the 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 long straight one. Is okay. It, which which what's that called? I can't remember. Oh, I used to know, but the the long
1: straight. Yeah,
0: but it wasn't
1: sword. European style <laughs> yeah. fencing. Yeah. Yeah, but then they just show their training, and then, like, the next, it's like, I'm just a beginner, but I learn quickly. And then every time, it's like, I had a good teacher, but there's still more that I need to yeah. learn. He's going every time you see him getting, like, better and better.
0: Yeah, because he's spurred on by the fact that they killed, what's her name? Mm-hmm.
1: Jen, Jenna. Jenna. Gemma.
0: Gemma. Um, He's spurred on by... Mm-hmm by that um so he learns how to become a swordsman and then they like cut back to him confronting guan yin uh-huh and he takes a sword off the wall and she's, and then she's like it's
1: about things are about to get steel
0: <laughs> she, i'm going to use a cuss so please bear with me for a moment i won't bleep it but she goes she goes, oh. I'm going to use a sword. How bold of you. He's like, I thought I'd try it out. And she's like, oh, shit's about to get steel.
1: <laughs> that one, the I don't know anything about that. I know everything about that. Are like the two best lines of the entire movie.
0: Yeah. And then they have a, they have a good sword Yeah, fight. a nice little sword fight. They, they play up the whole like a sword fight is like dancing mm-hmm. kind of stereotype. It could have been a lot cooler. It could have been. But... I feel like they do a good job. It's good choreography. It was all like possible and real. Mm-hmm. But and then he, yeah, kills her. He, she ends up in a dip because the, the whole sword fight is supposed to kind of look like a dance. Because mm-hmm. like he's pushing her back and they're changing position a lot. And it's yeah, it's very like ballroom dance. He like
1: disarms her. Yeah, dips her and stabs her through.
2: Yeah,
0: and then uh, he kills. Uh, Brett with the sword. Uh-huh. It's just really prolonged and weird. <laughs> yeah, he stabs him like right through the middle of the head, and he's like, and he's like, oh, oh,
1: uh, uh, yeah, smells like muffins. Uh, uh, I can't, I can't see. I'm gonna lay down, and it's like, that was just really long. Yeah, and like not funny. Like if they were doing that for comedy, it didn't, didn't work.
0: No, I don't. I'm not sure what it was, but that was one of the weirder choices. But then the the villains like. Oh, you're just like me. I also know war. I also know how to lose my friends. What if we could create a world without all this tragedy? What if we could create a world where a, uh, where a soldier who let down his family didn't let down his family? What if we could do that? Wouldn't you want to change it? And he's like, no. <laughs> he like, he like kills him, But, he, but he's talking and he's like, maybe I would want to change it. And then the guy goes, but if you're going to kill me, who's going to save? Your, Your son. son.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he, he kills him real fast and runs off. And sure enough, Joe
1: has had yeah. a bitter end. But then when he gets to him and like the police are stopping him because it's like a murder scene. He tries to punch all the cops. <laughs> to get there because like what's he got to lose i guess
0: this scene i found odd um because it's two scenes playing at once there's like a scene where he's calmly looking and a calm and a scene where he's like violently trying to go to his son and i'm not sure if they were trying to say like this happened in two different loops and one where he reacted one way and one where he reacted another way Mm -hmm. or if the the violent one was like what he wanted to do but he was too depressed to actually do it. I was just watching I'm like, what exactly are they trying to do here? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's unclear. Um, but he, if you're wondering why we haven't brought the Osiris and Isis book yet, it's because she was trying to give him a cryptic message, like you need to kill everybody or something like, like the Isis brought Osiris back to life and he became king of the dead. So she's going to bring him back to life and he's got to kill everybody or something. Something
1: like that. Like that. And like, cause his parts, Osiris's parts are all like scattered uh-huh. and then brought back together. Yeah. So he's she cut off a piece of his hair and like it's in the machine and that's why he's yeah looping. But he's, he needs to be like joined back together.
2: Yeah.
0: The Osiris or something. book something The Osiris book is really weird because it's it it's treated like this big revelation, but it, it's
1: not It really that. doesn't mean anything. And there's like we need a way to make this make sense. It's like you really don't <laughs> like you, you don't actually. <laughs>
0: yeah it might have been as well been a thing like like a, like Isis I am bringing you back to kill all of the people who are evil okay got it <laughs> but they treat it like this big revelation um, so if you're wondering why we haven't mentioned that again it's because it really does It doesn't
1: have anything to do with anything
0: no it doesn't it really doesn't matter we're I, looking back I'm not sure why it wasn't there mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: but um, but at this point like the police have them so, dude, they all kind of turn around and the world explodes. Yeah, so... Yeah. Because the machine has been used.
0: Yeah, she had been saying it could unravel the world, and the guy said if it was on for too long, the villain guy, Mel Gibson, was like... If Classic it's on, villain. You So you know if it's on too long. Sorry. The uh, world will end. And then we see it. And he's like, that was the worst whatever." I felt my body being ripped apart. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't care anymore. And this is where he sinks This is where right he's depressed. This is where he sinks into depression. And this... This is the thing that all time loop movies need. A, I give up. Just let the time loop do whatever it's going to do moment. Mm-hmm. And it's weird just
1: because the assassin guy seems to be taking, having too much joy <laughs> in this. Like we get all these different things where he's like shooting him, stabbing him a bunch, mm-hmm. jumping up and down on his head. And it's just like, why? <laughs> why, what, 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 what kind of sicko are you? Like, I know you're an assassin, but you're getting too much pleasure out of this.
0: Yeah, it w- it's strange for sure. And then one loop, I think they kill him. He gets killed, like, I don't know, 20-ish loops of just, like, laying in bed and letting the first assassin kill him. And one loop, he's just fed up. Not not with dying. He's just like, why can't you let me sleep in just one time?
2: <laughs>
0: and he, like, really just brutally puts the guy down. Um, and then for some reason, he's like, I'm going to go spend the day with my son. <laughs> he's like... Getting out of bed that one time like gave him the motivation mm. of like... I can just
1: forget it. I'm just going to go spend the day with my son.
0: Yeah. um And he spends the day with his son. And we're not sure how many loops he spends with his son. It seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. I, it sounds
1: like a dozen, but it could have been yeah. a dozen that worked out just that one way.
0: Uh, we're, we're in the upper 200 loops uh-huh. at this point.
1: Yeah. He's just going and spending the day with his son. Kind of they're bonding. He's getting to know... Yeah, this person who he's been absent from his life at yeah. this time,
0: and he's making it to the end of the loop every time. We don't know if they fight or if he's just avoiding everybody. Like,
1: he just pulls his tooth. Yeah, we did, we leaves did. it somewhere and then goes and does
2: that.
0: Yeah, and maybe he takes his son, and they always end up at a park where his son falls asleep on his arm, and then he watches then the world explodes. The world explode. Um, but one time. He gets to talking to his son and his son's like, "Yeah, I talked to my mom this morning." And he's like, well, "What? You talked to your mom this morning?" Mhm.
1: "No. She was died last night." Yeah. He hadn't told him that.
0: Um but the the guy on the phone at the very beginning of the movie had told him that she died last night. So the fact that... You can't trust the main villain of the movie. No. Seems like a bad plan. It does. So the fact that the mom was alive that morning is like, well, your mom did this to me. Maybe she can figure out Mm -hmm. how to get me out of it. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, so he goes and he kills his way into the main villain's office again, uh-huh. um, but this time it's to see the security footage of what happened to his wife, which they are conveniently rewatching. Uh-huh. In that moment, yes. And which, she's dead on the floor in the corner. Yep. Yeah. Which, it is convenient that they are just happen to be rewatching it at that moment. However, I did not want to see him, like, force them to pull up the security footage mm-hmm. or, like, try to figure out a password. So I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'll let this slide. It moves things along.
1: Yeah. And then, but then um, he's like, oh, you, you're in, you're in the machine. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing it right now. So it works. They're so, like, we can't figure out how to stop it. And he's like, oh, we can't because you're in it.
0: Yeah, you're the missing mass they call it. Uh-huh. So I guess it's kind of this idea that like, time is looping because there's a piece of mass out of place and the piece of mass is him and his DNA and...
1: Who knows? Yeah. It's just... It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs>
0: well, it, it, it can't. It should. It kind of does a little bit actually. <laughs> does have to make sense? No, no. It or it does make sense? It kind of does make sense because like, energy can't be created or destroyed so if there's a piece of mass like kept in a loop it kind of makes sense
1: yeah so it's like this isn't supposed to be here like this cannot exist here so we yeah
2: we we keep trying to reintegrate correct
0: into the loop i I mean it's probably not it's probably not what would actually happen probably the universe would explode (laughs) well it does
1: yeah that's true
0: yeah one of the big problems with time travel when you think about it on a conceptual level except for the fact that we would also have to travel through space because like the planet the galaxy the solar system are all like moving moving. (laughs) well that's one of the big problems but one of the others is it would imbalance the amount of mass and energy like in the universe for you Mm -hmm. because then your mass would exist twice um which it can't
1: yeah can't be created or destroyed
0: so there's like a weird kind of like, okay, from a sci-fi movie logic, I you can make that make sense. It's stupid. In the words of Senior Ching. I'll allow it. Yeah. But he's like, You're the missing mess. And then he sees that his wife was killed, his ex-wife was killed at seven fourteen. He's like, I wake up at seven. I got fourteen minutes. I got
1: fourteen. <laughs> it's just like no, you don't. You can't do that. You're in a big city, and every time you leave your apartment, there's people trying to kill you instantly. Yep.
0: Yeah. So then it shows him like it like zooms in on his face, and it shows him epically opening his eyes. He shoots himself in the head to get back there, uh-huh. and like it shows him like epically opening up his eyes, like. It's like <laughs> I have attained a new level of knowledge. Yeah, and then the the assassin goes, and he kills him almost instantly, and then he. Uh, Jumps out the window to take over the helicopter, but falls to his doom. And the helicopter guy goes, "He jumped! He he jumped!"
1: (laughs) And then I guess it's another loop where we see he's successful. Yeah, and he goes around, kills the guy with the minigun. Yeah, and tells the pilot to like fly this as fast as you can to. Your base.
0: Yeah, fly it as fast as you can. And then he, like, kills the pilot, jumps off the helicopter, starts walking towards the building. And I turn to Cameron and I go, He should have taken the minigun. And then almost instantly, as I said that,
1: he turns around and he looks <laughs> back at the helicopter with a sly look on his face.
0: Yeah. And then the, the next one, scene is all of the assassins coming up the elevator all at once because he didn't take out the tracker this time. And him, like, pointing the minigun.
1: Mm-hmm. There we open the door and he's just like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess a mini more just like a.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, less of a machine gun, more of just a whine. Yeah, I mean he. I assume I've never been around one in real life.
0: <laughs> yes, neither have I. But yeah, he he trashes all of them, and he's like, "That felt good," and then he like walks by and grabs uh, Guan Yin's uh, sword. sword. And, uh,
1: because it's been shown multiple times, it's a very sharp sword. Yeah, it's a very. So she just barely flicks it and his head falls off. Yeah. Um, even Mel Gibson's character uses it and he's like, that is very sharp. There's not even any blood on it. Like, <laughs> it's just a very good sword. Yeah,
0: it's a very good sword. Um, And uh, he grabs it, and then he has this like hallway action scene, which I do. I'm a sucker for a hallway action scene where Mm -hmm. it has to be confined. But he's got like the pistol and a sword, and he kills like 30 guys. Uh And we
1: don't know for sure if like this is over multiple loops that he's had to use. Like, I could see that being a thing, but you can also see it as like this is just kind of his training (laughs) taking over.
0: Well, his training and the fact that like he's gotten a lot more of it in this loop. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, he like dispatches all these, all these guards, nameless guards with like sword and pistol, um, in some fun ways and it's close quarters and it's all mm-hmm. actual like physical action, which is always nice. Not like CG or wire mm-hmm. or anything impossible. So I, I enjoy this scene probably more than I should cause it's just a good action scene. Um, and then as his wife is being str- strangled, he gets there and he shoots,
1: he just takes the sword and... <laughs> Oh, yeah. He slides under the table and
0: rams the sword up into Brett. Oh, yeah, because he rams it into his junk. That's right. Naturally. Where else? This movie is kind of obsessed with junk, but... <laughs> um, he rams it into him and... Um, he basically says, eat my shorts, to him. And Does he shoot the bad... Yeah, he shoots the bad guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I was like, he does kill the bad guy, right?
2: Naturally. Um, and the guy's like,
0: how many times has this been? He's like, enough. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what he says, but it doesn't matter. But then
1: he talks with his ex-wife, and she's like, how many times did it take you to get here? He's like, just the one.
0: Which, I guess is a cool line. In a
1: sense, because this is the only one that it took him to actually get to her. It's the only time he's ever made it to her. Yeah. So just the one to get to you,
0: ultimately. (laughs) And she's like, I had to put you in. You're the only one I knew who could have made it. I think they're after our son. And he's like, I've killed all
1: this dude's men. Like Every single person that works for him is dead. <laughs> at my hand.
0: Yeah, like, the, our kid is safe. Supposedly. And... She talks about, what do you know about our kid? And he's like, he talks about all the things he's learned over the multiple loops with their child and like how funny he is and how he's got his mom's smile, but his laugh and like, (laughs) it's a heartwarming father, son. Uh Kind of bonding, I guess. And she's like, the only way to save him is to return you there, but I don't know what will happen to you. But then she proceeds to tell him exactly what's
1: Uh going to happen. It's like, you'll be in the loop one last time. And if you
0: die, that's it. Yeah. Um, so basically he's got to, like, get back to this point one Mm -hmm. final time. Um, sure. Stink if he misses that helicopter (laughs) jump. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and he's like, I'll always come back to you. Give me a kiss and tell me you love me. So she gives him a kiss and says she loves him, and he walks into the reactor, and then it shows him, like... Eyes
1: open, machete flying over his face.
0: Yep, and then it just cuts to... Because it's been cutting all the whole movie to like attempt number Mm. attempt number it
1: just says boss level
0: yeah and this one just says in big letters like boss level credits roll Uh
1: uh-huh for the third time it starts playing a long time by Boston
0: yeah yeah they do love that that they play it
1: so much they do I feel like the needle drops in this whole movie just don't work it's like they play like three seconds of a song
0: they do they do play very little of a song I'm sure it's just like a
1: budgetary thing yeah but except for this one
0: yeah, they, they play very little of each song they play, and it is kind of like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: it's like, are you trying to do like a Guardians of the Galaxies, Guardians of the Galaxy thing right now? We're just like these songs, but you like don't actually know how to do it.
0: Yeah, again, it, it, it could just be satire too. It's like we don't have time to play it. I don't know. <laughs> we gotta get to the murders. I feel like this movie is very satirical. I feel like this movie is really stupid in a lot of ways, but really smart in a lot of ways, too. Guan <laughs> Yin. Well, Guan <laughs> Yin is smart. And I thought for sure there'd be, like, a, a scene that showed him with his family or something, because they don't show any of the last, the last loop at mm-hmm. all. But I think we're supposed to assume, like... He did it. He's got this. He knows, like... <laughs> he's an expert now. He knows this loop. Um, so he opens his eyes, credits roll... And there's no mid-credits or end-credits scene. Um, The movie's just over. And that is boss level. There it is. Less to talk about than a regular episode of (laughs) Warby's
1: An hour and a half long movie, and we talked about cult fiction for about 30 minutes more.
0: (laughs) But, that being said... I actually do think there's a few things to talk about in this movie and how it relates to time loop movies. Uh I mean, that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is a time loop, but especially at the very beginning of the movie, it doesn't feel like a time loop so for a time loop episode you have to have a few things you have to have the mystery of why the time loop is happening you have to have the attempts to break the time loop happening you have to have depression because you can't get out of the time loop and then you have to have an acceptance of the time loop that leads to getting out of the time loop Mm -hmm. like those are the kind of the hallmarks for a time loop movie it does not feel in the first i would say half like a time loop movie just because all of the stuff that we would see to make it a time loop movie has already happened he already knows where everything is Mm -hmm. there aren't like little details for us to notice as an audience um but about the time he learns about the tracker it actually starts to feel a lot like a time loop movie Mm -hmm. because then he's like trial and erroring his
1: way through Mm -hmm. everything like we the first scene he's like and duck block dodge like step this way step that way like he's already like mastered at least this part of it Mm -hmm. um But we don't get to see any of that happen. But then we get to see him like, I'm just going to start yanking my teeth out so I can figure out which one has the tracker. So in the future, I have the knowledge of which one it is. Yeah. And I can just rip that one out and then use that as bait or just stop being followed or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And he starts hunting the people hunting him. He like masters the how to survive the loop Mm-hmm. moment when he finds the tracker and this um part of the movie is very reminiscent to me of happy death day um there's a part at the middle of the movie where she's trying to identify her killer um because she also dies at the end of all uh, all of her days that's happy death day It's her birthday. Um, And she's like checking out all the suspects and like it's this moment of like I'm starting to conquer this time loop. But at the end of that moment you're still in the time. Um, And that's probably the majority of the movie because that's up through um, when he beats... Uh, Guan Yin is kind of him trying to conquer the time loop but then still being stuck in the time Mm -hmm. loop um so after that you find Solace and that's where relationship normally happens in a time loop Uh, in Happy Death Day that's when she really gets to know the 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 love interest um I would say this is the point in Groundhog Day where he's really getting to know his love interest in that one um because he's like done all the little fun things and trying Mm -hmm. to and tried to make the best of the loop. Um, and that But that moment is subverted because it's not the love interest, it's his son. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a good choice.
1: Um, yeah, because it was it was interesting. And at this point, we think his ex-wife is dead. Yep. And the other lady was working for the bad guys.
0: Yep. And he never stood a chance with Guan Yin. He, he would never would have stood a chance with Guan Yin. <laughs> it would just never work out. No, she's too good for him. Um, So at this point, I think the the, the thing going with his son is really good. And I think the movie is very smart in not showing us an attempt screen in this montage of time with his son. Because I think it shows like he's not counting it anymore. Mm -hmm. He can do this a million times because it's his boy and he loves him. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's great. Yeah, it's nice. I think it's a good kind of classic time loop moment um yeah i just do um you have the depression you have to have depression in time loop and they do have that they they cut through it and he gets over it real fast Uh Um, i mean
1: when you're instantly the first thing that happens in the morning is someone's trying to kill you and you kind of give up mm -hmm. it's going to be over pretty quick (laughs) yeah there's not a whole lot of processing that
2: Mm
1: -hmm. it it has happened pretty quick because you can only show him getting stabbed so many times
0: yeah yeah i think they find that number (laughs) it's one too many times (laughs) um but i think it's a good way to get over um depression and it's a good way to start the final part of the time loop um and this is the one trope i think they do subvert whether they subvert it well or not i'm not sure but the final moment of any time loop is you have to have the perfect day. In Christmas time loop movies that's have the perfect spirit of Christmas Christmas. Mhm. Like in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Sure.
1: There's a there's one of those where Huey, Dewey and Louie are stuck in a time loop of Christmas oh. until they realize they need to stop being selfish and care about their uncle Donald.
0: Huh. I think there's a Hallmark movie called Christmas Day that is also the same, but I'll never know. <laughs> um but yeah so groundhog day i feel like is the archetype right it's the archetype of all these movies but he has to have the perfect day it's never like stated in the script that it's very subtle but like just he does this day completely right completely selflessly Mm -hmm. and he gets through it and he actually does do that almost instantly with his son he and his son have the perfect day, but they subvert it because they still end up dying at the end of every perfect day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in a classic time loop movie, spending time with his son would unlock the real way to get out of the time loop. Not through violence, not through... Not through killing all the bad guys and then some... But this is not a classic time loop movie. No, and the subversion of the trope is actually, oh, actually, I just do have to kill all these people that are after mm-hmm. my son. I mean,
1: it's just really steering into the like the concept of like video games, like like a roguelike video game to an extent where it's like it's just about mastering and kind of knowing where you where you need to go and when you die you start over yeah which is when i think about it mario is almost like that like the original mario yeah sure where it's just like but when you're out of lives you're done and you got to start all the way back at the beginning but you know your skills and the timing but games like hades where it's like over time you Get skillful at it, but it's like it's a video game, so of course, the point is to like beat up the bad guys, yeah. And so it knows that, and so it's kind of winking at the camera.
0: Probably the closest analog for me, just because it's like wicked hard, um, it's all about like learning that precise timing. And in a Spelunky? lot of levels, uh, Mega Man, oh, Mega Man, see, the problem with all roguelikes like Spelunky, like Hades, is you can't. You cannot, with the exception of the bosses, you cannot learn the levels so well that, like... Because it is still procedurally generated. generated. But Mega Man, everything is always in the same place. And you're going through... And, like, there is the occasion in a Mega Man game where the floor will just, like, you'll run over it and it'll just fall out and you'll die. You couldn't have known that was there. There was no possible way. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Just over time. Would Dark Souls even maybe apply? Yeah, Dark Souls, Just I think. Just because it's like every time you start over, it's like the same enemies are in the same spots and you're.
0: Yeah, the problem with Dark Souls, and it is a minor problem, is that it is very slow and all about blocking and rolling. <laughs> this movie is not. <laughs> There's no blocking and rolling in this movie. Yeah. Honestly. The secret to a Mega Man level that a a couple of years ago for Thanksgiving and Christmas break, I played all 10 main (laughs) Mega Man games and the first four Mega Man X games. And around Mega Man 4 or 5, I realized the secret to a Mega Man level is actually not to be careful. It's just to go and go hard. And like then you learn. Well, you learn, but also there's like a certain amount of momentum that you gain and you can like recover from mistakes faster. Um, there's the occasional Mega Man game where that's impossible and the occasional challenge where it's impossible. but like I was playing it and for some reason in my mind, I'm just making this co- this connection. When I started, I was playing it like a cover based shooter and I was dying a lot and getting frustrated. And then once I picked up this like go with the momentum mm-hmm. mentality it got a lot more fun a lot quicker. Good.
1: I'm happy for you.
0: And I did a lot better. So, anyway, that's why this movie reminds me of Mega Man, because it's about momentum Uh and going. Yes. I'm going... I just need to jump
1: a little further Uh to get a more running jump to get on the helicopter. Yeah.
0: So... They do subvert the trope of the perfect day and the perfect day not being what you think it should be. Mm-hmm. But they subvert it into exactly... Killing what, everyone. <laughs> killing... The
1: perfect... The perfect um, kill streak.
0: <laughs> yeah. The perfect kill streak.
1: His um, KD ratio. <laughs> and to get the, just the right ratio.
0: Yeah. Which is very funny. It's dumb. But it's very... <laughs> it's, it's, it's a funny subversion of a subversion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... I won't spoil Happy Death Day for anyone out there. But they also do a subversion like this, but it's much more what you would expect. Like, So if you expect it, is it really a subversion? Like, doing the perfect day was not exactly what you thought the perfect day would be. Um, so, but anyway, they do that too. But like you just said, it's the perfect kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the perfect kill streak. uh uh-huh. Uh, Is what he has to get. He has to kill everyone who could hurt his son and get to his wife all within 14 14 minutes. And he does it. He does it. Speed run. He does does the speed run. um, He gets the perfect kill streak. And that rewards him with a chance to break the loop. Uh Which it is up to your imagination. Whether he does so or not. Whether he does so or not. Um, But his wife loves him and he knows his son. So in a lot of ways... He has won. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this movie is interesting because it does, like, like I said, play with those tropes. It touches on the points it should for a t- to be like a time loop movie, mm-hmm. um, and, and it plays with them a little bit. So I found that yeah. rather impressive writing wise for such a ridiculous movie.
1: Uh, ridiculous is the right word. Um, so I don't know. Are we doing this like a normal? Let's this sort of this sort of thing is new for us because last year when we did this we just were like here's some good ones and then we weren't like we didn't watch one and kind of talk through it
0: maybe maybe give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down whether people at home should watch it
1: i would say if you don't have young kids with you and you don't have an issue with language then it's a go for it i think it's fun enough. I'm not like, I'm probably never going to watch it again. Um, But I I had a fun time. Watch it with some friends. Mm -hmm. Like, just have some people over. Be prepared for some fun. um, Some hokiness. Just I feel, ridiculousness.
0: I feel like if we were in college and we watched oh, this movie with our best friends... we would have loved it. Yeah, we would have loved it. So probably never would have watched it again. But we would have had a really good time. Yeah, we would have had a great time. Um, I'm going to give it a yes. I probably will watch it again. It's a time loop. It's a pretty good time loop. Um, I like the way it plays with the tropes. Um, the writing is inconsistent at best. There are some things that I'm like, why, did you, why was that a choice you made? Mm. And there are some things... Um, that I think are really smart. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up. I think you should watch it. I do not have an issue with language. And my issue with language wasn't how much of it was in there. I just thought the language got boring after a while. mm
1: mm-hmm. I
0: just know some people might yeah some people might um, because they do say the F word a lot like Like ridiculously so yeah like ridiculously so and it's just like it's not that it's a bad word and I don't want to hear it it's that you've said it so much like if you said any word that much Mm -hmm. I just would want you to stop yeah pick a different word Um, or a phrase or several phrases yeah Um, yes the humor is a bit stupid. Um, lots of like, oh, he got shot in the balls. Oh, he got stabbed in the balls. Oh, he stabbed a guy up the butt. That's not my deal.
1: Yeah, a bit juvenile in that way.
0: Yeah, um, but I also think it's part literally a wink and nod to like, hey, look how ridiculous this is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's completely um, ignorant on the movie maker's part where they were like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if a guy got stabbed up the butt? They're but like, no, what's the logical extreme of... Something like this mm-hmm. yeah, um, so I do think there's some, some some smartness in it, but it still wasn't very funny a lot of the times when they did it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I feel like I was laughing at the things that like they probably didn't mean or that weren't like that intentional humor, yeah. Because um, ours are just kind of funny moments, but usually it's just like the ridiculousness of things.
0: Yeah, it's the ridiculousness of things. <laughs> the uh, the re- repetition of Guan Yu, <laughs> Guan Yin, uh, saying I'm her name. Guan Yin. Guan Yin has done this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think we are clear who our MVP is in the episode in true Boy Meets World Fever fashion. Guan Yin. It's Pam. <laughs> no, it's Guan Yin. <laughs> it's Chef <laughs>
0: Jake. You would be killing me with Hitler's gun? <laughs> this is for the
1: jews
0: (laughs) okay Uh so yeah um man happy time loop day happy time loop day we did it we did we did it we have we have given you a piece of time loop day content Mm -hmm. i think this episode will be called time loop day extreme all in all caps with an x at the beginning because Mm -hmm. this is a very extreme x
1: dash t-r-e-n-e
0: yeah uh with four exclamation points at least at least. Yeah, because uh, this was a very extreme movie that we mm. watched.
1: You know, I feel I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like as a culture, we've moved away from that sort of labeling. I feel like when we were young, like everything was extreme. Mm-hmm. And we've sort of moved away from that a little bit. And I don't hate it. Maybe just because things that are extreme aren't marketed to me, so I don't notice them. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like the extreme teen Bible back when we were kids. It's just like... I feel like that sort of expression of life is sort of gone. <laughs> sure. And I know I like it. I like that it's gone. Uh, I don't need an extreme life. I, I, I want a life like a Hobbit. I want to sit and read and eat and just enjoy the sunshine.
0: I love it when media is marketed as like
2: extreme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking like the you know the power thirsts. YouTube videos. I guess
0: like, I don't know what
2: that is. Uh,
1: well, I those wouldn't have been made today. Just because I feel like I mean they're very funny. But it's just like that's, that's sort of out of the, the cultural... Mm-hmm. Dialogue. This yeah,
0: point. I kind of feel like that YouTube channel um, where they made like man food for men. Remember that?
1: Like the really ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Like the tur bacon pig. Maybe. And they made the what was fast that food cheeseburger lasagna
0: stuff like that? Yeah, and they always like really emphasize bacon. And then they go and bacon strips uh-huh. and bacon. Yeah, that was strips.
1: the tur bacon pig.
0: Um, I feel like it was a, f- a fair amount of. Things. Well, they do
1: it in a lot of other things, but
0: it was it was very popular when we were in college. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was, but I feel like that was the last kind of hurrah of that. Of I'm, kinda
1: look. I'm gonna Google something one last time.
0: Cam and Google. P-
1: epic meal time.
0: Epic meal time. Um, and the word epic, I do think, replaced extreme for a, for a while.
1: Yeah, epic. Yeah. What is it now? I don't know. It Doesn't matter. Lit.
0: Even that. I uh, even that's a no. I got an entire class to cringe the other day. This Good. is just that's, this. That's the goal. It really is my goal now, and it's so easy. I just add an S to anything they like. So we were in art class, and what's what's going on on the TikToks? Well, yes, yes, I do say that, (laughs) or the TikTok's. I I like that, but the one I did was a girl's uh, ringtone went off. She wasn't even like one of my students. She was just a girl in the class. Oh, are those are those the BTS's? (laughs) <laughs> and, every, and every kid in there uh, this,
1: this week I had a student tell me to my face they're like Mr. Liner you're fun but you're also boring and I'm like good I've achieved it I have made it Really, my favorite thing this week this week has kind of just sucked. But my favorite thing is yesterday for Veterans Day, um, the OU Trombone Choir came and like played some songs. Wait, the Trombone Choir? Uh-huh. There's like a group of like 20 or so tromboneists.
0: But I think a choir is people singing.
1: But it's, tromb- it's called a trombone. Or ensemble, maybe. Oh. But they came and they played, but then there were some videos of it today, uh, of their performance in our morning announcements. And one of the songs they played was Oklahoma. And every day in my class, I don't have a little holder for the Oklahoma flag. So when we do the pledges, someone gets to hold it. So I was holding it in my hand while that music was going. So I unfurled the Oklahoma flag and just walked around the class like waving it. And I was like, I'm just going to live my best life right now. Because a lot of stuff is hard, and I'm just going to have fun, and you can join me in that. But I'm just going to wave this Oklahoma flag around it over your heads.
0: What do you do with the Oklahoma flag?
1: A student just holds it as we do the salute to the Oklahoma flag.
0: You do a salute? You, do,
1: you pledge to the American one, I salute the flag of the state of Oklahoma. Its symbols of peace unite all people. What? That's that's the Oklahoma flag salute.
0: This is not a
1: thing. It's a thing.
0: No school I've ever been to has ever done a it's, state flag It's been flag all flag the salute. ones that I've
1: been to in Oklahoma. And your Maybe. Oklahoma school experience was far from the norm. No. Yeah.
0: Even in your high schools? Uh-huh. I've never heard of this, and I've been in high school a year now.
1: I don't know what to tell you. A a salute to the
0: Oklahoma flag. That's
1: nice. I salute the flag at the state of Oklahoma. Well, it's I almost don't... a peace unite you know, all people. It doesn't happen. We're not all united here. Things are pretty
0: bad. But it's a nice thought. Fascinating. <laughs> I never knew this. I, this is You You are hearing it here first, completely unrelated to everything we've just talked about. This is a, a thing he has taught me. But I just
1: waved that flag like nobody's business. I was a drum major, marching with it, waving it around. The Oh,
0: that's so good.
1: I wholeheartedly believe we have the best state song. Because it's the only one that anybody knows. Everybody in Oklahoma knows the, our state song.
0: I kind of know it. It's from the it's from
1: the musical Oklahoma. Yeah, most other states probably don't even know.
0: I, I really only know the Oklahoma, where the wind comes moving down the plains. I I I couldn't get well uh-huh. further than
1: that. And the waving. We yeah sure. Yeah, sure smells sweet yeah we we can talk about it later. This has really gone off the rails. But I've been up for far too long, like nineteen hours, pushing nineteen hours right now, twenty hours.
0: I don't understand the problem. I'm I, very tired. I only get four and a half hours of sleep a night.
1: And you're worse for it. You're a shell of a man.
0: I'm withering away. <laughs> no, you're fine. fine. You're
1: fine. I think you're great.
0: You can go to bed. Um, I was going to tell you a story about the Pledge of Allegiance, but now I'm okay. Not. I want to hear it. Well, I guess story is a little extreme. My first hour class is in a former, very proud National Guard's classroom. Uh-huh. He's got a real big like National Guard banner. Like national guard stickers all over his classroom, and like a real big American flag in his classroom. No Oklahoma flag to salute. No. Um, like, but like I said, didn't know that was a thing. Um, that's my first hour. But since I am fifteen, since I was fifteen, I've refused to say the Pledge of Allegiance um, for several reasons. But one of the big ones being because you can't tell you what to do. Well. <laughs> Probably partially that, but it's my celebration of the right to not say the Pledge of Allegiance, do not say the Pledge of Allegiance. But I do stand in respect to the flag. Anyway, it's a whole thing. It's just been my whole life, and I was wondering if that would pick up when I was in high school where they said the Pledge of Allegiance, and it has. But I am terrified of this man asking why I don't put my hand over my heart or say the Pledge so of Allegiance. So you do it, or you don't? I don't.
1: You're just like... It's... Is today the day?
0: Yeah, I'm just is like... Is going to be the day? Is he going to bring up the fact that I don't put my hand over my heart or say any of the words? I just stand with my hands in my pocket? See,
1: we used to, pre-COVID, just have a big morning assembly every day and we would say them in there. And so it'd be really easy just to kind of not... But now it's in our classrooms because we don't mix our classrooms. And I have to lead it. And so I'm, I say it. But it just reminds me of how empty it is. <laughs> it is possible to say such a thing.
0: It actually... For some reason, ever since I was young, it has made more sense to me to celebrate the freedoms that America gives me by not doing the thing that is expected of me uh-huh. than like you can. by saying these words that don't matter. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're allowed to. Yep. And again, this is just so far off the rails. <laughs> um, but the funny part is, I really do not want this teacher to ask me any questions. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I get that. Um,
0: anyway, dear listener, Parker...
1: Yeah, Dizzy Parker, dear listener, if you <laughs> like to stand for the flag, you think the pledges are important, you go for it.
0: Yeah, I am not against it because I hate America. I'm not going to belittle That's
1: you so for liking those things. I've just said it so much that I don't care. It feels like an empty gesture to me. But now we're going to move on from that and say thanks again to Dizzy Parker. For the use of our theme song, it's almost like we're stuck in a time loop. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just getting late.
0: It is. Um. Um, Yes. Thank you, Dizzy. You can find the link to his music video and from there, all of his other stuff in the description of this episode. Um, Also, uh, really quick, just want to shout out uh, Philip Boone, who after the episode two uh, weeks ago corrected us. I said that uh, SAT score a perfect one is 1500 he corrected me that it is 1600 and he is correct mm, how embarrassing for us yeah um, we're never wrong on this show <laughs> yeah only all the time
1: we're only wrong Boone, all the time. one million imaginary boy meets world points yeah you get a 1700 on your boy meets world sat
0: you do it's true um so thank you for that correction philip uh and tell us how you celebrate a time loop day yeah
1: you want to send us pics you don't have to do that unless you just want to
0: yeah unless you just want to you you do. Uh, let us know if somehow you made it past all of that crap we just said. Um, let us know what's going on. Leave us a review.
1: Maybe you just want to say, this show is great. Skip the Time Loop Day episodes. That's your right as an American and a citizen of this world to be able to do. Maybe you're not an American.
0: I actually think this episode was super fun. And um, I, think, I think so, too. Did.
1: Maybe you want to say, skip the Women's World stuff, but listen to the Time Loop Day episodes.
0: That's fair, too. Yep. Um, Yep, we will have the season finale, I believe. Next week? Yeah, it's got to be next week. So we'll have it next week. I think we're taking a week off after that for Thanksgiving. Or we might fill it with something small. I don't think we've decided. I don't know. Um, it's just going to be hard to record on the weekends, but we will have the whole week. Mm-hmm. Anything as
1: possible. So there so will
0: we'll be thing. There will be something. It probably will not be the tournament. Chance um, has
1: social obligations
0: now. Yeah, that's true.
1: It's a rough life.
0: Um, it will, probably will not be the tournament that we record because the tournament will probably be the week recorded the week after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the holiday
1: season. Mm-hmm. You kick it off with time loop day, and then you know Christmas and New Year's, and if you want
0: I, Hanukkah, I just have time loop day, but um, I will participate in those events for the others. But yeah, you know, someone's going to give me presents. I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, that's kind of the upcoming schedule. Um, just be prepared for the holiday season to have a weird schedule. That's all I'm saying. Um, Sounds good. Cameron and I have 20 days of school left before we are on vacation. Amazing.
1: And wow. I'm going to be done with grad school. Yes. After those 20 days. Excellent. I'm going to take a half day on the last day of the regular school year to go to my graduation. I know your thoughts on this, but I get to take a half day off school. Yes. Yeah, so I'm here for great. that.
0: That's more of the thing to celebrate. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's going to do it. Yeah. That's all I've got. So from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever. So long, world. 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 So long, world.
2: So long, world.